segment still with our third co-host miles uh about being a new dm this is a this is a hot topic for basically everyone because this is at some point everyone has to be new to dm that's true and this is basically our market like if you're trying to become a new dm and you are so uh i get so You've been playing for a little bit. We you started before off before having started. Yeah, you you were an experienced D and D player before ever DMing, correct? Yeah. So how I guess in your your first experience was a one shot. Your second experience is just like a kind of intermittent campaign. So I think our first question is just like, what do you what do you think is like the biggest difference between being a like jump making that jump from player to DMing? The, I guess the biggest jump in terms of like the mindset is realizing uh, how much as a player I derail ideas uh, because <laughs> I can make a passing comment and then all of a sudden that totally yeah. changes the trajectory of, of yeah. what happens here. Yeah. Um, Wait, why is that candle purple? Didn't you yeah, see a purple, right. purple scarf on that man like who made this candle? Tell me. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like a looming shadow over the entire town. It's like, don't worry about that. The candle was purple. Oh, yeah, we're more worried about this right now. Why? There's a guy wearing a purple cloak over there. No, no, no. No, no one's interested That's, in that. Yeah, that was a passing. Oh, lavender. That is different. Yeah. <laughs> that is different. We're on to the candle now. Yeah. We don't care about your descriptions of other NPCs. Well, people are getting murdered over there. No, don't worry about that. It's all about the yeah, candle. No, we're not. We don't care. Um. But yeah, no, uh, seriously, I, I think part of it is, and I, I, the most obvious part of it, I think, is the prep, right? Um, you know, yeah. as as a player, I have started to take pretty pretty diligent notes and, you know, spend some time not yeah, in a session you're, thinking you're, about what's going on. Bigger. Yeah, key is to write everything down. That probably helps. And then not pay attention during the session. But yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it definitely does because, you know, as you write things out too, you, you get those creative juices flowing. But uh, the, the biggest thing is, is the prep, right? And I think mm. we've all joked about how much improvising is involved in being a DM. Um, but it's really difficult to improvise if you're not prepared, if you don't know the characters or the situation or the the goal or the message of this session that you're trying to communicate. Right. So usually what I operate off is a, a checklist of, okay, this is the beginning and the end goal. That's a good way to session. Yeah. So I have a list yeah. of like, all right, this is Especially what I would to start like to off. Like, make sure you hit your marks. That's a good like recommendation yeah. already. Yeah, in the beginning of a campaign too, where it's just like I don't. The players are like, I don't know what to do. Like, I yeah, don't know what yeah, to tell. yeah. Like, like I would say, like on your first yeah. one, right? It's like have have the characters meet each other, have them interact, have present yep. something to them. You know, have them interact with an NPC and just yeah, check certain yeah. boxes. Let, let, exactly. Let's start with that actually, like. The meeting of the characters, because that, that's something that I have stressed out about um, 
with both the campaigns I started, especially since both times it was with essentially new players, or at least the vast yeah. majority of them. And it feels like, in my opinion, like, okay, like, high narrative campaigns supposed to be natural. I want all the characters to feel like they have a reason to be here. But yeah. at some point, it just needs to be like, hey, man, you're all in this cart together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. That's what happens. happens. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, my one shot one. I had you all wake up in the middle of a freaking desert. I was exactly. like, you have no yeah. options. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> like here you are. One <laughs> shots. It feels like you can get away with a lot of a lot of nonsense like that. And I say nonsense, I, not as it's negative, but just like you, like hey, we're all here to play one session. No one has yeah, their own backstory. Even as I again. think of like. Wh- all of the things Miles has said already, it's like all the things I have avoided doing because all I've ever done DMing wise is run one shots. And you can ignore yeah. most of those pit traps. Like being prepared, well, you already prepared. It's a one shot. It's everything's prepared. It's there's nothing yep. to go right. outside of. It's like, nope, this is what I have, and that's that. Like there's we're not going outside of this. Yes, you can improv here and there with certain aspects, but you're the, the checkmark list is basically it, right? It's like that. No, yep. you're going to hit my checkmark list, and like that, the content's yeah. done. <laughs> the, the players can try to improv and do whatever whatever they want, but yeah, you're going to beat the big really bad at the end of this. Cards. And if you don't hit the rest of the points, you you're going to be in worse shape. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, and and like everyone knows that. So like we're all talking and stuff, and then like you go. Okay, so you guys leave the bar and enter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one shot, right? It's just a push it forwards. Yeah. You don't even have to have the characters do anything. You could just yeah. push the push it forward yeah. yourself. And the um the other the other interesting thing about having characters meet is something that we kind of talked about in the last session, which how uh, how we wanted to handle uh, new entries to parties. Because I, I think that I think that's probably more common than we think it is. Where like, hey, there's three people in a party, and then somebody else is like, "Wait, you guys are playing D and I've always wanted to play. Can I play?" It's like, okay, we're four sessions in, so everyone <laughs> already did the meeting thing. How do I introduce the other one? And like, you did it in a very uh, like nice, like easy way, just because like, hey, you're here now. <laughs> You've been like following them for a long time, and kind of we all we all knew that it's just like, hey, let's. Let's uh let's get this guy involved. Um, but we're talking about how, tempo or, or Saki's yeah, character tempo or mine. Tempo yeah, or, yeah, Saki or and Brad's character. Was yeah, I mean, like, yeah. mine. You had a really great way of you, inco- yeah. like I saved them. I mean, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. we should at least hear this guy out. He yeah. saved us from the wreckage. Like, I thought your way of handling Brett's introduction was really, really good. It was solid. It was super smooth. It was like, okay, yeah, this guy saved us. He has like no reason. We have no reason to suspect them of anything. That like, that whole sequence was very cinematic. The way you described yeah. it and everything, it was just I could picture us being like dragged on a sled, just be like you know the, yeah. the feathered edges, like seeing this like pale elf in the background. That'd be like we wake up and then just the the guy that is going to be kind of our guide, kind of just another part of the party. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'm a great guide. Oh yeah. <laughs> Super, super serious ranger. I also, you're like, <laughs> I'm a ranger of the coastline. So what should we do? Let's go to the swamps. Immediately, <laughs> <laughs> everyone, the, yep. let's go to the swamps. And I'm like, I, I was voting for uh, the coastline. <laughs> yep. I took a deep breath. I'm like, 
Uh, okay. Okay. Then immediately Gronk fucked up. Cross out my character <laughs> <Yep>. sheet. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, this okay. part doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> this doesn't matter anymore. We're just going to go right into the marshes and all the advantages that the party would have gotten. Doesn't so matter. funny. I know. And I, I was, again, this is one of those things that, like, you know, metagaming wise versus not metagaming now. It's like, like, we we wanted the reason why we went to the swamps is to be more stealthy, so we weren't in the open. But in my head, I was like, "Man, we got a we got a coastline ranger with us." Like this, like <laughs> I'm not stealthy. Like no one else is a rogue here. Like I, oh, I, like we're not gonna be stealthy, guys. We should just go with the person whose class is like half of it at this point, level four, is built around their natural region. Um, but it, it's just more fun to just be like, all right, yeah, let's go to the swamp. Uh-huh. <laughs> go to the swamp. It's fine. Oh, I hate everything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought you did that part really well. And Tempo was introduced to us, basically, like, he approaches us during the campsite. Just yeah. stalking us. Yeah. We don't really know why. It kind of, like, I don't know if, if you have a reason why that you had in mind, but, like, at that point, and maybe this is just me in my DM brain, even as a player. Just be like, like, hey, we just got to move on. Like, we just like he's he kind of like in the uh, the beginning scene of Iron Man, uh, where the when uh, um, the new actor was playing uh, War Machine, right. like Colonel Rose, he's just like, I'm here now, get over it. Yeah, and like yeah. that was this first line in the movie, and that was kind of a motion to the audience, just be like, hey, I know it's a different actor, just yeah, <laughs> there's a little bit of hand waving, yeah, yeah, and I was um, just like. It, like this is all made up. At the end of the day, we could just be like, "He's always been here." Just right. pretend he's always been here. Um, but yeah, th- that I think is a, probably a pretty common uh, um, uh, problem to tackle. Is like new player entry. I, th- I thought you handled it pretty well. Yeah, we had a whole episode too. Actually, if you go back on the podcast, handling new player entry because we had a really difficult time introducing to our main campaign. My new scarab. <laughs> Yeah, my, I mean, not really new anymore, but uh, yeah, we had we had a heck of a time trying to because at that time we had very strong personalities. Yeah, and, uh, very developed characters and relationships. Very developed characters, and it, you know, on an early campaign level four where we barely started a single quest together as a group. Yeah, whatever. Some guy comes along. I'm here now. We're good. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah. It's the same thing as meeting an NPC that the DM's going to hand you. It's like, yeah. This guy wants to help us for a second. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, so for Brett, for your your character, it was kind of it was going to be you and and Ryan introduced since you weren't able to join the first session. Uh, so it, right. it, it kind of worked out. I kind of had that planned out anyway. Um, it was always going right, to be you and Ryan's you, character you finding for- the people, yeah. you know, finding everyone else on the shore, like washed up. Um, so that that worked out pretty smoothly. Uh, Tempo Saki's character is uh, a little bit more rough of an introduction, mostly because we knew I he was going to play for a while, but we did not we didn't, know when. Yes, and that's always hard. It's yeah, same, yeah. And we we knew we wanted to get him involved, but he it, it kept not working out. It kept getting missed, and yeah, it yep. was never it never lined up. So we never had like a this is the session to look forward to and plan for. It was very like, he can show up today. Go, go, go. Yep. <laughs> All systems yeah. fire. He's here. <laughs> and that's, that's part of the cross section too, of like the DM and player mindset is, you know, 
one, I didn't know how long the session was actually going to go, but I knew if you made it to the dungeon, which is where I planned on introducing him, you would have to fight the giant lizards first and then get to his character. And ah. two, as a player, you know, it can... The, the time just goes by so much slower if you're not sitting there and interacting. You're like, all right, am I going to be introduced? Okay. What? Like, sure. What is and, actually happening? Yeah, so, theoretically, in that scenario, he could have sat for a whole session and we could have never gotten to his right, character. Right, right. So, like, go through I, a battle. Yeah. Exactly. So, that, that whole yeah. time uh, when you guys were taking a watch, I was basically tracking how quickly he was making his character sheet because I knew he had an idea, like, role playing wise. Um, yeah. But I had to make sure that his stats were in line with what you guys were rolling as uh as perception checks and then i realized just the the course of that session was not going as quickly as i anticipated so i was like you know what pat's character silas rolled a 24 in perception tempo everyone <laughs> everyone here is a pretty seasoned D D player you guys can role play your way through this and i trust you guys yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's totally fair. It does help when you have a party who maybe is more experienced, like just handling the situation. Yeah, like um, we 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 were gonna get out of there with um uh with Saki's character in our party. Um, uh, I want to. I do want to ask, as a new DM, what are the things that you had before starting? Like, other than you had the source book, right? And that was an important piece of like getting all your content together and prepared was having a source book to work out of what other things did you like now we use roll 20 as our interface kind of as our party we all use discord to interact with each other uh we all have our own dice and everything but what are specific things for you as a dm that you needed to have so i needed a repository basically for just ideas thoughts obviously planning um I the campaign is not sophisticated enough and not homebrewed enough that I need to use something like Eric, like you use World Anvil. I don't necessarily need that, so I've been using OneNote. Um, so I made sure because my brain runs a thousand times faster than I can type or write. So I needed a section of just like these are ideas that I can develop. Um, I needed the the checklist to make sure that you know in prepping for the session I don't derail myself too much and thinking about the big picture saying, uh, you know, creating a, a story, which is great. You need to do that. But also like, you know, you have a week to prep for this session or however long in between sessions. And there is a, a you know, you need to balance that short term goal between the long term, which is something and like, you know, my practically <laughs> how long, yeah, no, because like practically people might be like, Oh, well he, you said you only plays for, uh, once a month, so he has a month to prep. It's like not really, not really. <laughs> it's like that's true. Yeah, that's, that's what it does sound like, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You have Realistically, like, he's got probably uh, a week to prep, though. Like yeah, a week, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Which is usually because, what I take. Like, stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, and and I think I might even mention. I forget if I mentioned this to you, Miles, before. Or saying like, hey, if you're spending this much time on it, it's too much. It's too much because we're yeah. going to mess up with mess and everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's and that's do part you of organize your OneNote in just like sections of everything? Like that's kind of how yeah. you just like lay it out yourself in OneNote is how you have it. Like yep. Um, yeah. So, how, like what's your what's your like prep uh, file structure essentially? 
Sure. So the first tab I have in my D&D Saltmarsh notebook is session prep checklist. So it's really high level stuff like major plot points, what I want to hit. Um, That's what you had first mentioned. We're like, okay, we're going to yes. hit these check marks. This session, yep. we have these check marks to get through. Right. So like I love there's... that. I think that's a great way to organize for new DMs. Like, yeah. That's, have I mean, a list of five things you need to hit. In a session. I definitely like, needed that. That'll make because, you feel great. Yeah. Um, because there's there's certain plot points that you as characters need to know to advance. Right. Um, there's certain things that would be good for you to know, which you can hit with like a lower DC, or like some things that are just wildly out there. But like if you guys are rolling exceptionally well for that day, then like these things are going to happen. Um, and then you know you want to do work you have through. for these? Uh, do you have actual numbers when you're doing your prep? Like do you do like this is a DC eight? This is a DC fifteen? This is a DC like twenty two. Like they need to roll that twenty to get this or something. Yes. Or you just so like feel it out. It's a little bit of both, um, because a lot of the checks have been charisma. It's been a little, a little bit fluid. like <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when me. my party's so crap at everything, I tend to change it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like for instance, uh, Pat's character Silas rolled in that one. Which I just had to give him another chance because otherwise you would have had dozens of lizard folks descend on you, and that would have been the end of the campaign because you already have been through a few battles already. Yeah, um, we had, yeah, we still but, haven't really fully rested from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So you know, I have that checklist that I work through, um, making sure that I go through name, characters, descriptions, scene descriptions, all of that stuff. Um, I have an overview for the campaign you know, the, the high level, like super high level outline, major plot points start to finish. Right. Um, like I said, I have a tab can, can, for just, can you give some examples? Like when you talk about something like, Hey, your checklist, like what was, what was on the checklist for this session for this last session? Oh boy. A lot. Um, so I have a whole tab devoted to the lizard folk layer. Right. And there are characters, yeah, there, chests, a lot all that stuff of- per room. So here, but like the, the main things, obviously, that I needed to hit were you were meeting Queen Othoket, who is the, the queen of the lizard folk, as I'm sure you've gathered by now. Um, yeah. The basically the nice part about this dungeon being so large is that there was a really low chance of you hitting like, say, the top right, if you're looking at the, the map, the top right part of that, so I didn't have to, to map that out as much. Um, but the the chest, what you could have possibly discovered, um, and how that could have sent you in different directions, so there's some there's some branching parts of that checklist. Um, but yeah, so the, the combat, so the start to finish of the session is the combat. Um, and you did have combat in there, yep. You had a combat at the end of the... the second to last session and then we kind of picked up there which was a pseudo initiative order depending on what your characters wanted to do um and then from there it's you know these are the characters that you will find if you go right these are characters you find if you go left um and what else did i have let me let me click back here yeah, so this is a very, like, dungeon crawly thing. And I, I kind of, you mentioned a lot of things I kind of call prepping, like, the facts of the session. So, like, these are the things that 
they're going to have to write down specifics about like names, objects, prices, yes. things like that. Or yes. like how many lizard folk are in here? Like how many lizard folk are going to show up if they mess everything up? Like, right. They fail a stealth check. Is it three lizard folk? Is it, is it seven? You know, yeah. these are, these are very like, these are the things that are kind of the most time consuming aspects of it. And like some things you can't, or like, some people are very good about making up names on the spot, or so they're just like, eh, okay, you meet you meet this guy, like, oh, he's he's the uh, he's the guard you captured, he's part of the real guard. You're like, oh well, I never expected them to actually capture this guy, and he's just like, <laughs> he's just a guard. It's like, oh, name, okay, here you go. Some people like love to name everybody, like everybody that's important. Yes, um, yeah. So I had a list of lizard folk names. Um, some are are actual name characters of the campaign. Some are just ones that needed to be improvised. Had you started talking to more people, um, and there's one other point that I just completely lost. Well, one thing I think is it was, is interesting. So, how did your how did your process change from your very first session to this session, or even like even going far back as your one shot? Because kind of as Brett alluded to. One shots are very, um, very processed as far as like prep. Yeah. Like everything yeah. is yes. prepped up front and then you just kind of run it. You don't have to you worry, don't about, have to worry about much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But so like, there were, you know, um, for example, Eric, your character, whose name is escaping me right now, was. You know what? Brett. You know what? No, 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 not for Saltmarsh, for the oh, one shot, rather. Aramazes. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, both of your characters actually were looking through this liquor bottle uh, to look for like a message, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is not something that I had originally planned. But, you know, I knew that you were going to get a message somehow to get you to the next place, which is like a hut mm. where you're going to find more information. And then it'll take you here um, to, to the heist, like the end of that, that session. Um, oh, I played the Rune Knight. I, I remember that character yeah. was great. Actually, <laughs> Halfling, <laughs> Halfling Rune Knight with Lucky wisdom based. Yes, wisdom based fighter. A full wisdom fighter. Yeah, it was. That was yeah, yeah. That character was dope. Yeah, that was cool. The role play and descriptions and and all that. That was actually. That was yeah, really, really cool. I love the beginning. I was like, yeah, I used to wear metal armor, but. But he <laughs> beat the crap out of me one day, <laughs> and then now I know. Now I just wear leather. Now I just I, tried, I tried paying for things with like twigs. I, I yeah, money made of metal. It's I like we got to sleight of hand these coins. So <laughs> he will yeah, go off the rails if he sees metal coins. Yeah, yeah. So do. you know, one shot is is again like you said very very process. It's this step leads to the next one. Very obviously, I think. For this campaign, session to session, uh, a lot has been adjusted in terms of pacing because we do it once per month, right? Um, I, I think this yeah. this dungeon crawl is an exception because there's a lot of information to be divulged or discovered here that will be very important to the campaign. Um, but otherwise, it's because it's a monthly campaign, basically. It. I don't want it's it to hard, feel like to, a one shot each session. Yeah. yeah, but I do want to make sure that there's enough action and and um, 
enough progress in each session. If I want to fight somebody, I'll figure out a way to fight somebody. <laughs> I've discovered that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So have you have you changed your like what you have to prepare? You know, like session two versus like session five or something. You're like, oh, uh, like I know it's been different in dungeon crawl because you just have to that's different than when when you're in town because there's a lot of combat potential yep but you know what your philosophy it's like you know coming from a first time dm like what is the growth that you're like oh well i thought this was very important my first session doing a long-term campaign but now that i've done like five six sessions yeah i don't have to spend all my time doing this instead i should spend my time doing this because that's way more important yes so I think I fleshed out a lot of characters' backstories who you wound up not even meeting in the town. You, you still might meet them eventually, right? Because okay, like, right, yeah, they're still characters. The point is you yeah. will go back there. We, I mean, that's fair, though. We got out of town right, relatively quickly. I mean, yeah. we, we did not spend all our time there. Yes. Yeah. Which, we had a lot of motivation to move on. Right. Which was which was always the intention. Like It was my intention as well for you to move on from that setting. Uh, pretty quickly just because you want to get into the, the thick of things. Right. But right. I realized I don't need to prep every single storefront and every single character and all of their backstory just because I was thinking way too much time. We're going to avoid a lot of that. Yeah. Especially on our first yeah. one. First time there, it's not going to be like, I'm going to stop at this door and then I'm going to go next door. And then, right. <laughs> like, even the and players would be bored with that. They would, exactly. like, they don't want it. Like yeah. they want you to tell them like the four places that like I can see that look interesting. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, practically speaking, you don't have enough gold, silver, or anything else. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we had no stop swords. We just don't. We had nothing we, on us. So we buy we a doing? health potion. We're like, we're we we're good. Yeah, we good. barely yeah. afforded drinks at a bar. Like we went to the one bar. Yep. And we were like, I don't really have money to pay for this. <laughs> I, I I think that highlights something important, which is like. You know, when you're the DM, you know everything, and you're like, they could go anywhere. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's like, yeah. there's like 20 different buildings they can go to. But when you're the player, you're asking the DM what's important. Wait, yeah, so where am I supposed to go? That like, you're like means anything to me. Exactly. So you're just like, hey, this person came to talk to me. It's like in my head, I'm like, this person. I have the funny guy at the bar who had a weird voice and the bartender. Those are the three people I hey, know hey, in this town. The, right. the funny guy at the bar with the voice was expertly done. Okay, Didn't expertly done. <laughs> he had a he had a full backstory with like he had, he has a weird thing with like, drinking problems and his dad. Didn't yeah, okay. that's not, but, that's the, not but the voice acting specifically. All right, oh, top notch, <laughs> top notch. Uh, but yeah, it's just like well, I mean, obviously we're going to talk to the person. Like the DM has a lot more control over who. They're going to go meet, especially at the beginning. Later on, when you're um, uh, when you're going into a city or something, when you're like everyone's level eight, and you're going to a city, you 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 also can like ask people. Like, <laughs> I'll say this: like, like, like I could reach out and be like, "Hey, what do you guys? What are you guys' plans in the city?" And then like just prepare those things. Now. Obviously, I bring this up all the time because I'm mad at you guys about it. But <laughs> the crest, there was the crest. Well, okay, I actually forgot about no, crest. No, so crest. yes, crest every time you guys said you're going to go to crest, you're like, mm, but there's this castle over here. We should go investigate. Well, that's your fault a little bit. Because <laughs> I mentioned the castle. Once. If you mentioned fully, 
Why aren't you going to go there? That's the whole reason I say, like, like we the I players know. generally that, ask the DM, yeah, what do I see? And the DM says what they see, and then players go, is, I'm saw, going towards ooh, the, the big I shiny see. thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, like, uh, you guys. You told me I see a castle, I'm going to go to the castle. That taught me a lot of things. Now, did it teach me enough to prevent you guys from, or prevent me from picking a monster that opens a gate to the abyss? No. But it taught me that you guys, if you guys all have like D and D ADHD, where you're like, I think me- I think Eric, this is not just for our group. I feel like <laughs> no, it, you're 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 absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That is a that is a total. It, it, this D&D is like thing. just a natural. You're like, whoa, thing is that a D&D. castle? Let's go yeah, over exactly. there instead. I'd be like, you say something. Uh, I guess there's spiders D&D everywhere. Players. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think there's just a natural inclination to be like, you mentioned it. That means it's like we're doing it. It's then. important. Right, okay, yeah. you mentioned it. Okay, yeah. so boom, I'm, I'm that way now. Right. I don't even care what we were doing before. Uh, yeah, total ADHD on like anything that's going on. But no, the thing I get mad about is when you guys were after that campaign, campaign two in Ravenloft, I had a full oh. story arc built for yeah. Yeah. Patrick's backstory, and you're just like, we're gonna leave town because you put <laughs> another like, shiny bobble in front of us, and we I, went that way. We also almost Brett, got murdered. You were the shiny story. ball. <laughs> you were the person. You were it. You were the person that distracted no, everybody. No, no. You. I were thought it was it. the paladin. No, because we went to the eye of whatever. It was the paladin. That was that's yeah, exactly that's what made. He was just there. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a member of the party. Um, basically, you guys came back at, because there was a whole quest line. Because I like after the first interaction, I was like, okay, the, these guys just want like a combat-based justification to have a cleric, trickster cleric in the party. So I created this whole sub arc, you know, to have reason why Jack is supposed to be part of the party. We did that. We came back, and then I had somebody go like, hey, like as an NPC, be like, hey. You guys left for a while. What's up with that? Don't you remember that this is the thing you're supposed to do? And you went, yes. And then you all met up together. And the panel was like, I also need to go over here. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> then we went that way. Exactly. We went that way. <laughs> yeah. That's so, I don't know why you called it me. I, that was not part of that. <laughs> well, no, because the people in the sewer <laughs> set it up. And then... Oh, because, because yeah, my character had to get introduced. That's so there, fair. There was like a month... Yeah, like yeah, before getting time. back to the... T- yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. my thing was definitely more pressing at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, your sword is cursed, you're gonna freaking die. Like, we need to... Yeah, or yeah, you're yeah. gonna murder your entire family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so you're gonna murder your family. We have to deal with that. We have to deal with this. That's fair. But, uh, all right. anyway... Well, yeah. we're, we're quite derailed. We quite derailed. So, I mean, anything else we want to talk about on this yeah. new DMing time? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, I will say... Um, I, I don't know for me yet that much has changed session to session because... Uh, one, I am admittedly a little bit paranoid of uh, DM players completely just testing the new DM um, based <laughs> off of previous one shots, not even my own. Um, backseat, backseat DMing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think Brett for your one shot, Eric, and was it Saki? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. got stuck in a room. Took way you asked long. about every like, single. They, they took up like fifty percent of the one shot by themselves in a room, and yes. and we feared out the room like almost immediately. Yeah, literally within the first two minutes, they're like, "I know what to do." But 
also this and that and this and that. We were looking for loot. We know there's loot around here. Oh my god. So so not much has changed session to session yet, but how much time and energy I I spend on particularly. I think that was a really extreme case. I don't think we're ever gonna pick loot apart piece by piece, but no. But also, <laughs> there yeah, is, you never know when that when that will come about. There, there is might the be aspect, a time when we rifle through the room. Yeah, there there is the aspect of of Eric, your character, of having to know everything. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, like, it kind of forces me to like. I don't yeah, know that coming up. That, it, that is, I, I fully understand that. I'm not saying and it's annoying. I'm just saying it is. No, it is. I, it would, it'd be annoying to me. <laughs> But it, yeah, it, it be I will say, like, hey. as a new DM, as a new DM, it does help me just completely flesh everything out. Now, that's not to say all new DMs need to spend their entire session planning uh, 50 rooms, 30 storefronts, knowing all of that stuff. However, right. it's easier for and- me as a person to have that information ready instead of trying to take notes on it during the session to ensure later that I have the proper information to relay back to Kinnewit, Eric's character. Yes. Right. My character. You know what? Yeah. One other thing I want to bring up kind of related to, to that, just like relating things to characters specifically is something that you kind of get to avoid a lot by having salt marsh, you know, like a a pre-made campaign as a region is you get to rely a lot more on that content than relying on all the characters backstories to get them interested in certain aspects. Right. Because where yes. we are in Eric's campaign for existence now with his homebrew is everything is now solely based on like what our character backstories want now. Yes. We're like every motivation we have, everything we've developed in the storyline so far, it's all solely based on our characters. Like he had to go so deep into, okay, what does this character want, this one and that one, and like go really deep into the character. Like we went so deep into the paladin's backstory that we crushed his soul and now want to make him a different paladin because of yeah, him. yeah, <laughs> like he's gonna he's gonna change his oath now because of you guys because of how much we like ruined yes. that whole, like that whole story arc came about like your character Miles the warlock has had so much that was two years in the yeah. making where all of a sudden yeah. it's getting yeah. revealed now yep. Yeah, so that did help me so like, as a player yeah, transferring like say, to a you, DM. Like, right, you hadn't you haven't had to focus so much on like what we've what we but, made our characters for, yeah, right? Exactly, and that's how I started out too. Where it's very much like I did. It was like, yeah, hey, Barovia to work with. Curse I don't care about why they're here. Yep. Right? Hey, it's yeah. Like, Here's the and the um this. Uh, like lizard folk lair reminds me a lot of the death house in Curse of Strahd, where that was basically like a here is a like three and a half, like four story dungeon crawl that you guys did at level three, and it's just like here you go, here's a bunch of like nonsense. Uh, again, nonsense, not bad thing, but you know, here's a bunch of bullshit that you guys have to go fight, and here's some story arcs, and then you know, yeah. other stuff happens. I just think it's really important that for that to be said, like for both new DMs and new players, like maybe make it focused on like the content going forward rather than everyone's backstory. Cause everyone's yeah. backstory is also going to rely on a pretty strong D and D experienced player to have fleshed out a backstory. That's important right. enough. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, and I was in um, with my backstory. I've been, you know, talking to you miles a lot about, 
that it, I, I didn't just show up was like, hey, by the way, I'm going to need to know everything. <laughs> yes. I, I, I warned you a little bit. And then you went through the whole process of like, I got to, like, what if he asked if we need to go to this thing? And then, like, it never got brought up in the, in the session. So, like, why would I ask about that? Because I have no right. idea what's going on. And then it's that process of, like, refining your uh, your prep process, essentially. Like, yeah. Whittling it down to, like, oh, I know what's important now. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's essentially how I came up with these checklists that I, that I operate off of. Because for the first session, it was prepping all of that stuff. And I'm like, well, they just need to hit a few points. They'll drive some of the story and then I can, I can guide them there. So this is what they need to hit. This is how I need to guide yeah. them. It's essentially I, I remember what that when boils they, down when to. The was introduced. There was a lot more, like, you know, they, they wanted to get more of my backstory out of me, but I didn't want to like give too much right. away. You, I was you're, like, uh, you're like, no, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I yeah. just met you. I'm not going to tell you my life story right now. Like, uh, yeah, I have some, yeah. but like, right. I'm not going to just like go off on a, on a whole spiel right now. Like uh, that doesn't make sense <laughs> to even do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, it obviously makes sense as a player and as like the character that you wouldn't just go into all of that. There's obviously other things that need to be done, but you're not going to trust these random group of people that you, sure, you dragged them off of the shore, but like, I don't know you. Yeah, I don't owe you everything I've ever <laughs> yeah, known. Right. I don't owe you yeah. 200 years of history <laughs> of my life. Yeah, and that was One. that was kind of Tempo's introduction too. He's like, well, I'm here and you have to deal yeah. with it. I don't have to tell you that. And he explicitly said, he's like, I don't have to tell you that. I'm and I'm not going to, but I have my right. reasons. Which is fine. It's an it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a easy way to just say like, uh, like you were talking about with the Iron Man thing, right? Here, uh, we're here. Let's roll we're through here. that. We're we'll good. get to that stuff. Yeah, like let's let's play D anD D for now and get see where this goes. <laughs> um, one thing I also wanted to ask is that I think it's pretty common that players have their DM experience and then move on to to DMing. Like very few people have never played before and then just jump right in. And then DM, yeah, DM right um, away. Yeah, there's no way. I feel like you just can't. Yeah, it's it's probably you have pretty, to play first. Pretty hard. Um, unless it's like five people that are completely new to it, and then one person just decides to DM. Um, is there? I don't. I, this is more of a question about styles of DMing. Is were there things about your style that you took from other DMs, aka me, that you liked, or maybe things that you were just like, oh, I'm I'm gonna do a little differently than how Eric does it, or how like Brett or Pat you, you run their one shots with and i i asked this question because it's never a negative to be like i want to do something a little different because it's all style yeah yeah if if there is something that i'm doing differently it's How not dare you? consciously How dare you? Oh. Um, <laughs> and i say that because all of my DD experience is here in this group like with sure. eric specifically as my dm um but I think a lot of how I've approached the storytelling here is kind of how I approached Scarlos and like that that conversation with DM and player. Mm, um, you, you had a lot of preamble of DMing with kind of with your character, it's true. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know, it's been a year and a half, two years in the making, and you know, there's been even though we haven't gotten to the the 
or we we just rather got to the the major part of Scarlet's backstory. It's always been like these small interactions with Asmodeus. Um, so like that's been there, but I think, you know, it's, it's just very story driven and I'm sure it is with you, Eric, but like, I have had this story basically in my head since I was planning the one shot that never was and wound up scrambling for that. Um, so a lot of that has, has come about because of that. I don't know that I've purposely made a decision to tell a story or, describe a scene any differently um also because there's only been like four sessions so it's kind of kind of tough to nail that down um yeah sure i think there's like a a spectrum of like more fights less fights gritty real like more like because one of the best parts about being a dm is like i have read just a ton of fantasy i've watched a ton of fantasy and there's lots of stuff where I'm just like, ah, oh, that doesn't feel quite realistic. This is how I would do it. Mm. And be like, oh, um, I, I really want to get like the timing right as far as dates and speed of travel or something. And that's how I'm going to DM is make sure everything is really locked down. Or like, I don't really care about any of that. Or, you know, like, I, uh, like, you might like combat more. So in our campaign, this is not necessarily true, but you know, in our campaign might be like tons and tons of role play, and then you DM and you're just like dungeon crawl immediately. Get yeah. ready, like get your dice ready. Um, and I know what, one thing you mentioned specifically that's definitely difficult for a new DM as well is descripting, describing thing, what you're seeing too. It's mo- mostly about the visuals, and I know in my personal DMing, I counted a lot on the technologies we're using. For instance, yeah. I I built out so much in Tailspire. I was like, I do not want to spend my time describing to you the environment. Here, like you see it now, guys. Like you're there. Here it like, is. You see yeah. everything. I'm not going to make you roll on it. Like what you see is what you see. It's all here. And and just to point out the differences is I'll have like I kind of want it to be like a spider cave, and then I'll look up on Tailspire to be like pre-built spider cave thing, sure. and then I'll build description based on that. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want to build out everything in Tailspire. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I'm just gonna look to see what's there. Yeah, I'll make some lot. changes to fit it narratively. <laughs> it takes and a lot. Be build. like, oh, okay, <laughs> and that's like a, that's like a difference because it's like where you want to spend your time. Uh, yeah. So I was wondering if there's anything of that, and I will jump on you if you say anything bad about me. Also, <laughs> how's so Eric is terrible. Um, <laughs> Truth. I think for this campaign. In particular, and this could change depending on how frequently we play, it will be a little bit less combat based. Um, I know that's a decision that I've made consciously because if there's a I lot of combat, it's not like that so far. If there's any combat, like that, 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 I've gotten the idea of that so far, right? It's like, yeah, it's been mo- which is why we built our ter- characters terribly uh, wrong. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, and it's, like, it's not. It, you know, it doesn't I sync up so well. I want to reroll everything. Literally, I know. <laughs> it's just so bad. He's like, my character's not great in combat, but it's great in like espionage situations where like, I can make people invisible. I can make them reroll stuff. Like, like Chronomancy Wizards are just like generally good because they're right. kind of OP. Um, but yeah, like I don't have great combat spells. But, yeah. but we're also not great at talking. <laughs> so. Without tipping my hand too much, I think you will find that it your 
character and how you've built it will still fit into to the, the larger picture. Um, and, and but that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like it, like even even though we don't have physical conversations, it's still a conversation. Like you figure out how we build our characters, and it's like you as a good DM don't like crush us for not having a high charisma character. In front of you. You're like, oh, I'm going yeah. to knock these DCs down. Yeah, yeah, we can lower yeah. that to make it not impossible. To make that not right. impossible. Be like, we're going to make sure that there's like two steps before they attack rather than just like, you roll the four, we're going to drop <laughs> all down. You. <laughs> yeah. And you know? I, I think and for that's this, part of the conversation. this campaign in particular, um, there are a lot of moving pieces, a lot of characters, as you've already noticed, um, that will have a say in the outcome of how everything uh, develops. So if we were to get bogged down in combat more frequently, it's it's tough to move it narratively because combat could take 20 minutes. It could take the yeah. entire session. And there's no way to predict that because it's all based on roles and how, how you do that. So um you know, I'm sure you as players felt the imminent threat of all of the other lizard folk and characters around you. Um, but because one, you're not very uh, charismatic characters. And two, I'm not trying to murder the entire party in the fourth session. Um, you know, those those checks were very low and it was mostly supposed to be role play, exposition, um, describing scenery and, and certain items that might be relevant later on right so you know again i'm not consciously trying to do something different in my previous experiences but i am consciously trying to make this more role play heavy um in terms of of telling that story that that i want to want to tell and have you as players experience yeah because you totally could have played this dungeon like as soon as we opened the door those lizard folk attacked and then it's an issue. Like, there's no yep. role play chance, or like, unless there was, you know, like a bard in our party who just like opens the door, sees me, goes like, "Oh, I'm going to start playing a song," and you know, does <laughs> something immediate. Then be like, "Okay, I guess I'll give you a performance check." Um, like, we were seen from the bad stealth check, and then there was like, "Hey, what do you do?" Like, they instigated the conversation, and then we could had a chance to talk to them. And then we failed. Then this was like, okay. It felt very like like a good video game where they're like, you know, you see in the right hand corner, like your status with these people had dropped like two karma points. Sure. You know, it's just like, okay, like, but they're not immediately attacking us. And them immediately attacking us would have been totally fine. Like we were just fought, you know, they're fine. Yep. Um, I will say, uh there is a point system to this dungeon. I'm not going to say what matters in what way, but it we're, has been very entertaining great. for me as a DM. We're not see, doing great. Like, ooh, okay, that was that was a good interaction. So they get a little bit extra, and then you know, some other things have happened that I'm like, so we're like some, some yeah. how, how many how many points do we have with the bully logs? Because it's got to be it's got to be a ton. We uh, scored all our neutral. points at the bully logs. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't care at all. They're just like I don't I don't want any part. <laughs> not of this. if we have anything to say about it. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's wrap up yeah, this uh, wrap this up. segment then. We've been we've been on, so hopefully you, you gathered some uh, tips and tricks on new DMing and, and just gathered kind of from what we've been saying this whole time. With that, we'll continue next time. Party! Ah. Party! Uh.